Pastor Paul from India is here today, and he's going to be sharing with us. And for those of you that do not know Dr. Paul, he is one of our missionaries that we have supported now for several years. And I have to say that words simply aren't adequate to tell you how much I love this dear brother. Destiny Church has a special bond with Dr. Paul and the ministry that he leads in India. For years, we have witnessed the work that God has been doing through him. And I got to tell you, it's nothing short of miraculous. And today, we have the distinct privilege of being able to hear from Dr. Paul himself, a man whose life is a living testimony to the transformative power of God. Yesterday, him and I went out and uh, ate lunch, and I got to tell you, as he just began to share all the wonderful things that God has done in his life, through his ministry, his family, and in India, I just kept crying the whole entire time, and just grateful to see what the Lord is doing here on the earth, and grateful that I know such a great man like uh, Dr. Paul, but through his ministry, he has reached countless countless folks with the message of the gospel. He's planted, I, I don't even know if he knows how many churches they've planted. they got so many, you know. I mean, he's planted churches. They've provided hope to widows, children, families in need. He's trained and sent out more pastors than we have in the entire city of Jacksonville. And in the aftermath of the terrible hit that India suffered, and you guys probably heard about how terrible of a hit that India suffered as a result of the pandemic. Him and his team, they displayed unwavering faith, commitment, resilience, demonstrating the love of God in all kinds of tangible ways. And he'll tell you about some of them, stuff like making sure that uh, people's needs were met with food by setting up medical camps. And Dr. Paul, can I just say, as I was thinking about this, your name fits you well because you are a modern-day Paul to the country of India. And I just want you to know that we love you, we pray for you, we believe in you, and we are absolutely honored to have you here with us this morning to share. And I just want to ask you, church, to give a huge, big welcome to my dear friend and brother, Dr. Paul, as he comes. Hallelujah. Let us give a big hand to Lord Jesus Christ. So this is not my plan, but uh, in the morning I prayed. God spoke to me and asked me to share something. Destiny Church is a loving church. And I thank God for Pastor Chris and Pastor Jody. God placed them in my heart. In my ministry, I'm really, I'm really privileged to have you as a partner. Thank you so much, Pastor Chris, inviting me. This is the first church where I stand here and ministering the word of God. Never, ever in America. And I thank God for Dr. Mitch, who connected me with uh, Pastor Chris. So he is the liaison, and he is the man always uh, encouraged me in the ministry. Thank you so much, Dr. Mitch, and... Uh, um, every Sunday, I'm watching the uh, Pastor Chris' uh, teachings. I think I, I edified. 
I blessed with his teaching. You are so blessed to have a pastor like Pastor Chris. So yesterday I told him, God put me a, a word in my heart. He, God, God told me, Pastor Chris is like a David. He's like a King David. He has a heart for his people and for his building. So I think God honor his faith. And I, we will see the building come up. And I want to be the part of a dedication ceremony. So may God give our heart desire. It is the word of God. Sir, and one more thing God asked me to tell you. God want to share his glory with you. God wanted to share his glory with each one of you. So he asked you, he asked me to tell you, they have to come like Moses. Moses asked, Moses has seen so many wonders, miracles. And he is a part of so much of supernatural ministry. But still, he asked God, God, I want to see your glory. So we need to see his glory. I have seen the glory of God here in this hall. And uh, I have seen the tangible presence of God while worship is going on. So in the presence of God, there is a fullness of joy. And you are enjoying the goodness of God and his presence and his glory. So he, want to, he, he asked me to remind, like Mary, you have to come to his feet to see very closely, to face to face Jesus. And like David, as deer pants for the water, like Destiny Church has to see and to come to Lord Jesus Christ to see to him face to face. So he wanted to share his glory with you. He delights to share his glory with you. I have seen so many miracles and wonders in the ministry in India. So the same things God is going to do through Destiny Church in the, uh, now, in the days to come. And you will be a great blessing to the nations. We need to exercise our faith, not only for the building, so for missionaries and uh, apostolic hub and a disciple center and everything. I think God is going to give all the heart desires you have for, uh, through this church. Church, I'm so excited to be here with you. Thank you so much. You are my family. So uh, always tell, uh, destiny is a family. So destiny is not only a church, it is a family. You are caring for me and you're praying for me. And you trust me, we have 20 people, 20 pastors. We have started a prayer a meeting in the time of pandemic. Every day, since morning 7 to 9, we have been praying for Destiny Church and Pastor, Pastor Chris and Pastor Jody for their healing. 20 people, every day, every single day we are praying for you. So we may not give you money, gold, or silver, but we are helping you through our prayers. We are stand with you through our prayers. So we love you so much because of what you have done in, your, in our life and ministry. So I came here to just, I came to Miami for the conference. I just came here to see you, to say hello to you. Just, I want to see Pastor Chris because he's a, he's a wonderful man of God. I love him, I love him. And uh, I, I, I love to see the G10 people who are, I have been working with them for the last 17 years. And um, 
I have three things to share with you. First, you have given me a substantial support for the ministry. We spent every single dollar for the glory of God. And uh, it is transparent. It is very open. And we have shown it. We have seen the result. And we have seen the fruit. So I wanted to show what is happening in India. Uh, the second thing is, I want to share about my testimony uh, in few minutes. At the same time, how God is using a supernatural and healing and all miracles in the ministry. So these are the three things I wanted to share quickly. And I wanted to uh, uh, show you a couple of things. And uh, so you know that Frame Swarup Ministries, that is the love of God's ministry. Uh, 1 John 4, 18 and 16, God is love. God loves people no matter what. We are surviving today only because of his love. He loved us first. So we named our ministry Love of God Ministries based on the scripture. Next slide, please. This is my beautiful family. I have 14 years boy, 8 years daughter. My wife is a lawyer. We are the first generation Christians. I am, I, am, I am from Hindu background, and I'm, uh, I never knew Jesus Christ, but I, I'll share my testimony later. So this is my family. She's a lawyer. She's also a Christian. She was a life threat when she came to Christ. She got married me, and she wanted to uh, read her Bible. She wanted to live for the Christ. So she's a wonderful woman of God. Next slide, please. So PSM is a ministry that trains pastors, evangelists, and ministers alongside them in the harvest field. PSM has a core leadership, 80 pastors. These are the pastors who are seriously engaged in the church planting. We have planted so many churches with your support. And we have a network of 2,000 pastors. They are come under the umbrella of our ministry. Uh, this is a big network, and all of them are involving the church planting because India is 1.4 billion population. 1.4 billion. So huge country. 83% of the people still, they never heard the gospel. Many villages. I have shared with my uh, reports with Pastor Chris and Pastor Jody said what is happening uh, every month. I could not compile all the reports, but there are many things happened in India. Through these men of God, we are reaching so many people. Next slide, please. So I am working in northern part of, uh, uh, southern part of India. And we have Telugu states. We speak Telugu. And we have 85 million of population in my state. 85 million. And we have 28,000 villages. As a political scientist, I am basically by choice, I am a political scientist. By calling, I am a pastor. So as a political scientist, I did a survey that how many villages are there in my states. I have surveyed, there are almost 28,000, almost 15,000 uh, 15, villages. They never heard the gospel. There are no trace of any church. You never see, if you go and tell about Jesus, who is Jesus, sir? They, they ask, Jesus, they, they think that Jesus is a man, he's a good man, he's helping people because we are taking rice and vegetables and some usual clothes. And also when we give this, they thought that 
Jesus must be a good man who is sending help to us. No, no, he's a not good man. He's a good God. So he died for you. He cares for you. And he, he is the only way to the heaven. There is, there is no way to go to heaven except Lord Jesus Christ. That is how we share the good news of gospel through your support. So these are the 84, 85 millions of the population. We wanted to see at least 10,000 villages to come to Christ through this ministry. Hallelujah. And next slide, please. So since uh, 2004, we have planned, we have uh, started Bible schools, conducted 37 Bible schools we have. 30, literally, we have 37 Bible schools. Dr. Mitch came and inaugurated one Bible school. Through these Bible schools, we trained 1,200 leaders. 1,200. This is a big number. In fact, 800 pastors and the leaders, they're seriously engaged in church planting. I asked them, because I went through a major surgery, I'm unable to move to the places. I asked each pastor, pastor, you need to select 10 villages and you have to plant three churches in a year. But trust me and believe me, people are doing incredible work and we are seeing churches are coming up. People are coming to Christ and have seen so many churches. So we have 1,145 graduates, and at present, we have nine schools which are ready to be graduate. So next slide, please. So our teaching team, this is the teaching team, and uh, we, we used to travel 10, uh, 10 hours, or 15 hours, 16 hours to reach the people because Having a theological study, it is very difficult. It is very expensive. So God put me a heart to go there and uh, start the Bible school, giving them the Bible teaching. So that is how we are teaching. These are the, some of the graduates they are teaching in the villages. Next slide, please. So one pastor uh, told me this testimony. The organizers took a lot of risk to start a Bible school here. This is a very interior place. There is no proper transport system, but they made, made it. We are all pastors. We cannot leave our churches to go uh, somewhere to learn the Bible. But God sent us this Bible school at our doorpost. All glory to God. Hallelujah. All glory to God. So it is God who made it. God enabled us to go to the people and train them and disciple them. We encourage them to reach uh, other uh, other villages. Next side, uh, side uh, please. Yeah, these are the people. They are seriously engaging in the church. Bible school graduates plant multiple churches in every year. Yeah, next. So we are sending some relief. Recently, there was a disturbance in northeastern uh, states. Almost 200 Christians were killed because of the disputes. So the non-Christians because of the territorial problem, they killed almost literally 200. There are many people, but they could not uh, give a, a clear picture of what is happening there. But we sent, uh, uh, some of our leaders took so much of risk, even they took life risk to reach this place. And give, uh, we gave groceries and, uh, and some stationery and some food uh, all to these uh, persecuted Christians. Through your support, we could able to help 370 families there. Next. 
Next slide. So we are having sewing centers for women. So this, uh, these centers are really helping women to become self-sufficient. Many women, I, I, I have no words to tell you how to thank you because the women treated as a secondary grade citizen in India. Women are confined to home. They never allowed to go outside. So one husband said to his uh, wife, you are good for nothing. So I am the only source of earning money. Then she came to our sewing center. She learned how to stitch. And she, she started earning money. When he was sick, she earned the money and spent the money for his medical bill. She, uh, so he said, thank you so much. You are really great blessing to me. That is how the sewing centers are helping themselves. We, tra we trained almost 409 women to become self-sufficient. They are, they are living on their feet, and they're helping their kids, and they're uh, helping uh, stitching their own clothes, and they're doing incredible work. They're earning a lot of money for their families. Next slide, uh, slide please. So th this is a medical club. So I request Destiny Church, please. I request Destiny Church to please come to India. People need prayers. People need comfort. People have so many challenges and problems. So they have no good facility of medical facilities or going to the hospital. This is very expensive. So they are looking for the pastor to, to get prayed for. We, we are sending uh, some medical stuff, and we send a volunteers of doctors, and we give them medicine, and uh, we pray for them. And uh, each pastor standing beside the patient, they... Before they gave medicine, they used to pray. That is how we, we, I think, I got the numbers. So I'll give you the numbers later. But here, uh, through medical, 1,100 people given medical supplies. There are 1,100 people received medical supply through your support. Thank you so much. This is a big thing in India. Next slide, please. This is uh, uh, helping the mountain people. Uh, with the groceries. We are giving groceries to these tribal people. They never heard the gospel. When we go there, we tell them that Jesus loves you. He cares for you. And uh, this is the food we wanted to give you and bless you. So before we give the food, we preach the gospel at least 5 to 10 minutes. After that, we uh, call for altar call. That We have seen so many people accepted Lord Jesus Christ through this uh, food distribution. And uh, next uh, Right, this is, uh, uh, I, never, I, I never thought that I have a calling for children and youth. I'm always allowed to work with pastors and involved in the church planting. But God put me a heart in the year 2022. So in the year 2022, we reached so many people. This year, within these six months, we reached 13,000 young children with gospel. They are our future. So these are the, a tender heart. They are, they are easily, they have a good ground, good soil to preach the gospel and to present Jesus Christ to them. So that is, we reached 13,000 young children and youth by giving gospel tracts to them, books to them, and many lives have been changed through the gospel. So many people, lives are changing. With your prayers and with your support, we have seen lives have been changing these days. Thank you so much once again. Le uh, next. So there are many miracles I will share while 
uh, while I'm sharing the word of God uh, within a couple of minutes. So, next. Next slide, please. So, our two states having 28,000 villages, our vision is for a gospel to witness, to be present, and a church planted every single village. So, we want India should come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much. Now, I have a little word for you. And uh, because God has done a wonderful miracle in my life, I wanted to share my testimony. Before that, I have a word. Psalm 30. Psalm 30, 1, 2, 3. Words. I will exalt you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up and have not let my force rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. O Lord, you have brought up my soul from Seol. You restored me to life from among those who gone, go down to the pit. So I have a bilingual Bible. So in my language, the translation is very accurate, like a, like a, uh, a passion translation. Recently, uh, I have, uh, I have uh, gone through Passion Translation where they said, God has really given a victorious life to every Christian. God wanted to see a victory in our lives. So I am talking about three victories in human life. So Pastor Chris said, he talked about the Israel. Yes, what God put me in, in my heart is that if anybody touch Israel, they touch the Church of Christ. If anybody touch the Jewish people or the Jerusalem or Israel, they are touching the Christian church. So if it pains to them, it is pains to us. So we cannot ask them, how are you? Because they are going so much of pain and trouble. But the word of God said, so he said, I will exalt you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up and have not my force rejoice over me. Because he always, for me, every day I need to depend on God for my safety, for my family, for my children, for my church, for my leaders, for everything. So problems always there. Problems in America and problems in India are the same. Same emotional problems, same challenges, same uh, difficulties. So people are going so much of trouble in these days. Everywhere, wherever I go, I have seen people are in really in desperate need. They need some comfort. They need some good word. So they need some smile. They need some comforting words. So people are really struggling a lot. So they're looking for a people who can hear their problems. So in many people are talking so much, but now people are looking for somebody who can hear their problem. I need to tell something. I have pain in my heart. I have, I have heavy in my heart. I need somebody who can, who, whom I can trust and share my problem. Because if you share your problem, they may spread to the people. They became a, when they are friends, they are hug, hug you. But when they depart you, they may spread and propaganda, they make a propaganda against you. That will really hurt. That will break you. That will bleed you. 
So I don't know how enemy works in our lives. So the word of God says, John 10, 10. So the enemy comes to uh, steal, to kill, to destroy. So our enemy is so active. If anybody say a good word about uh, devil, Satan, he's a hardworking guy. He wanted to destroy the families. He wanted to destroy the, the children. He wanted to destroy our career. He wanted to destroy everybody because he has a very short time. So church, we need to rise up. This is the occasion. We have to enter the enemy's gate. We have to pull the gates. We have to bring down the uh, uh, high places. We need to. We need to. Church has to rise up to this occasion. We need to go and pull. So God has given you power. So battle belongs to the Lord and victory also belongs to the Lord. No enemy stand against you. I'll tell you, I have seen in my life, there are many challenges. When, when I preached the gospel, they said, you said you are a PhD guy. You said you are a temple trustee son. You said you have a big background. But why are you talking about Jesus? Go and do some job. I said, if I do job, I can help my district. I am doing my father business, which is really helps to each one of you. India need Jesus. Everybody needs Jesus. Without Jesus, no problem will solve. So he is, Jesus is the answer to every of our problems. So Israel, I wanted to through, I want Israel to know that through this online, we stand with Israel. Our God is for them. Hallelujah. So God gives victory over our enemies. And God gives, the second word is, God, when I cry, you helps me. Hezekiah. The man of God, the king. When God said, so your work is done. You, you can pack up everything. So set your house right. Then he turned his face towards God and he prayed. Our God is prayer answering God. He is the prayer answering God. He is a living God. A living God always uh, speak to you. A living God always interact with you. He is a living God who is always stand with you and walks. Even I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I shall fear no evil because he is a living God. Only living God can help you because dead gods cannot help you anyway. In India, we have 33 million gods. 33 billion million of God. My father built a temple. Uh, a good temple. I don't know. There, there is only one temple. It was closed down. Then all the people came to my dad. They asked my dad, you are a rich man. By the time we have a lot of resources and money, lands and everything. Hey, see, we, we have 3,000 people of our village. We have no worship, no pilgrimage. No sacrifices, nothing. Can you build a temple? Then my father built a temple. Till today, as I'm preaching here, hundreds of people are going there to worship the God. So I was the first generation Christian. I was born and brought up in Hindu family. But somebody preached the gospel when I was doing my master's. Immediately, I realized that I was a sinner. I was 
my heart was always solitary, lonely, heavy, and bitterness. Many times I thought, is my life is anything good? Is it good to survive? What use of? When I, when I born, my mom died. When I was a four years boy, my mom died. So the God we are worshiping could not help to leave my mom. That was a bitterness in my heart. I scared of meeting people. I'm introvert. So I'm, I, I, I'm even still, if I see people, I'm scared. Oh, how can I start to initiate to dialogue, to talk, and everything? That, that was the uh, solitary, uh, that was the lonely life I had. When I accepted Lord Jesus Christ, something went on from my heart. My heart is like a sponge going up. I have an eternal joy in my spirit. And immediately I have decided to preach the gospel. I don't want to continue my studies. Yet I finished my studies. But I have decided, Lord, my mom died without Christ. My dad died without Christ. But I don't want to see people die without Christ because I have decided to minister the word of God and to present Jesus to everyone I meet. Every believer is a missionary. Every unbeliever is a mission field. So destiny, you have a chance. You have a chance. The world outside dying. People are looking for somebody who can help them through your preaching, through your faith, through your word, through your, your, your commitment. So they are looking. I, I, I know. I have seen many people. They are looking for somebody who can come. To give, uh, give them some comfort. Only word of God will give you comfort. Nothing. No money, no silver, no land, no carrier, no software, nothing. Only the word of God gives comfort. This gave me comfort. I am ever grateful to God for his salvation and his goodness in my life. He is so good to me. After that, I have, I'm very busy with my ministry. I have worked day and night and reaching people, hundreds of people. Can you trust me? This four months, I visited 240 villages and preached the gospel. I have seen many people come to Christ. Just by sharing my testimony, it, it stirred up their faith. And people love to hear, he, God is really God. Why? I went, to a, I went to a surgery. I don't know what I drink, what I eat, but something, I got jaundice. Jaundice, so 14 points. The doctor said, man, you're already in life risk. You may die at any time. Go and meet the big doctor. I went to the doctor. We have no money. My wife, so she has some saving. We have 80,000 80, 80, rupees. It is like uh, $1,000. And the doctor said, you need $3,000 for the surgery. So I asked him, why should I? I didn't, I don't have any bad habit. I'm a good person altogether, but I never indulge with anything. But why I did? No, we, 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 can't, uh, we can't tell you. So there are many uh, things which cause us to this sickness. They said, you have a lump in your uh, nearby pancreas. So we need to remove your gallbladder. We need to cut your colon. We need to cut your uh, pancreas, some of the pancreas, and all that. They said, 
three hours surgery and you need to be there in the hospital for nine days. Then uh, they, they took me to the hospital. In the early morning, six, they prepared my stomach. I drank two bottles of water to, to clear my intestine and everything. They put me on a stretcher. All these things, they put me in the surgery. Believe me, church. The surgery started by six, ended by evening six. Almost, I don't know how many hours it was, but the doctor said nine hours they did surgery. They took out my intestine out, my everything out. They cut my pancreas. They removed my gallbladder. They removed the size of my colon, everything. Next day, then they brought me. I opened the hole. I, I am still alive. Immediately the next day, they said the surgery was failed. Inside, the stitches were little bit leaky. The blood is coming out. They said it may blown at any time. Your wife has to come and sign on the paper because we are not guarantee of your life. They open my stitches again. 36 stitches I have here. From here. From here to here they cut. They reopened and re-stitched. People still. The doctors are still wonder why I survived, how I survived. He, one doctor said to his uh, nurse, Sister, you know, in my entire career, I have never seen anybody live after this kind of surgery. Even I have seen 12, 12 patients were sitting in the, uh, in the ICU. I was in ICU 43 days. People are waiting for my dead body for 43 days. They wonder why he's not dying. I told them, I have thousands of pastors who are praying for me. The prayer released the power, and God has started working in my body, and I am still alive today. I am preaching to you. This is a living testimony. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I have another interesting thing. I have seen Jesus because medical life was dead. Can you believe that? They made a case study on me. There are seven files. Nine, 13 blood bottles were injected. And I think one million, one million rupees. I don't know how much is in dollars, but they put. In the middle of the night, because my I am running short of my time. Yeah. One day, I have seen. They're putting cloth on the people and taking out. I thought these, these, uh, these people are taking out for scanning. No. There are 12 people. Believe me, many people went through the same surgery or dying every day. I, I'm like, just lie down like this. I could not see right side or left side. Except uh, roof, nothing. So... The nurses are coming because when we sleep, all the surgery patients sleep like that. 
people might they wonder whether he died or alive then he says sir hey if we open the eyes then the, oh he is he is alive sir the sister talked to sister sir sister he is alive or died sir forget about it we'll see if he alive we will give the medicine otherwise we will take out these are, they are talking in front of us church wonder what happened you know i went to heaven a crystal glass jasper kind of heaven i enter into the heaven i see a mist like a snow i have seen the throne and look nobody is there i thought of myself am i died what about my family my wife is a first generation christian her parents will not allow her to go back i don't have parents to take care of my wife and my children i left my god i left my career i left my studies i am serving this god dying so quickly what people might think about my god that was my thinking i thought this is a heaven no doubt about it this is the splendid i think i think i could not even paul could not describe the heavenly this thing how can i i, I nobody such a pleasant place a wonderful place then i have seen uh, i i thought of no this is not right place for me now everybody wants to go to heaven but by that I, i don't want to go to heaven because i have so much of work to do in india india people are dying without right so what i did is i wanted to run from the a throne so i look this side and that side i have seen jesus there and he was standing and i can see his beard and eyes and a smiling then i started running lord i don't want to be here i just want to go to earth and i sir i am running running then psalm 139 came to mind where shall i go lord you are in heaven earth and the uttermost part of the even to the down to the uh, even in all places you are there how can i say so he is a good runner jesus is a good runner than me so with this body this this weak body how can i run uh, ahead of jesus so i i crossed the threshold i uh, the, the door post i have seen again lord i cannot run i can't walk run yet then jesus smiled at me and he left me and some uh, some nurse said hey then i open my eyes i thought that was a dream but was that was really true hallelujah i have seen angels i have seen i have seen three angels god has given me such a privilege to see the throne and jesus smiling face and three angels i praise god for his goodness he is so real he is so wonderful i think he is better than my mommy better than my daddy better than my children and better than all my career even better than my ministry he is all together lovely and wonderful hallelujah to his name praise living jesus the same jesus i'll tell you another thing the third thing 
I never used to pray for the sick people. I don't like to pray, pray for the sick people. I used to take, uh, Dr. Mitch knows that. I, uh, when I go to ministry, at least five to ten people always with me. In the auto or in the bus, um, wherever we go. So I ask other people, uh, I'll, I'll just only preach. You, you just do the praying. I thought of if we pray, if, we, if they don't heal, people might think bad about me because I'm a big pastor and I'm a big leader. People consider me as a man of God. But I was I was a little bit scared. Church, trust me, when I got back to life, when I, when I have see, I enjoyed the healing power in my body, whenever I pray, I have seen tangible miracles. Wonders are taking place. Signs and, uh, are taking place. Every sick person, many sick people get healed. So recently I have shown you one picture, one girl. She has a bad, bad stomach pain. She could not eat almost two weeks. They tried to doctors. They said, uh, we did every scanning, but nothing is there. She's perfectly all right. Then three of our leaders went there. They put our hands on her and we prayed for her. Immediately, she got healed. Immediately, instantaneously. Instantaneously, she asked her mom, mommy, I need some food. She did not eat almost two weeks. But she, she asked, the mommy was scared. If I give some water, she may vomit. If, she, if, she, if we give her food, she may, might vomit. But she drank water, she ate food, she is perfectly all right. Immediately, immediately, the, 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 the other side of the story, the mother manifested demon. She said, this girl is under our clutches. This girl is under our control. I love this girl. I want to kill this girl and take to me with her help. That's what this mother is telling. The demon was, uh, she is demon possessed. She, the demon transferred from her to her. She they said, hey, pastor, uh, this girl, I love this girl. I want to kill her and I want to take her uh, to me, uh, with me to the hell. Then we prayed for this woman. Immediately she cried and, and she fell down. The demon went away. Healing taken place, deliverance taken place immediately. These, these two women are Hindus. They never believe in Jesus. They have tried everywhere since they did not receive any healing or uh, anything. They came to church. They, they, they trust God who can help him. Church, I told yesterday Pastor Chris, faith honors God. God honors faith. Just we pray, we believe. Praying is our part. Healing is his part. I'm not healing. I'm just praying. Jesus asked me to pray. That's all. Healing is, belongs to him. The healing virtue in his garment, in his, in his word, in his being. So he is a healer. So the book of Exodus 15, 26, he is Jehovah Rapha. Jesus heals every sick person. So I request all the church, please, please. Trust God for all healings. Trust God for your families. Trust God for your finances. 
trust god for uh, breakthrough in your children for their career everything so he is source of every blessing so he is the source of glory so i have i i i told you already the the glory is here the presence of god is here then this is the this is the place i i think i thank god for pastor christy he trusted me with this uh, pulpit i think god is going to do a wonderful miracles through you healing healing is in your hand so the power is in your hand because you bought by the blood of jesus christ he love you so much he wanted to give everything he has if you are ready if you are willing so the world outside is really desperate for people like you i'll tell you the last story and i conclude before i came here one of my pastor friend got a problem in his leg they said we wanted to cut it off they said oh no 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 we don't want to do like that because he is a diabetes patient they bring to hyderabad where i am living so i went there we prayed uh, immediately there uh, there is another person who is lying down next to this bed those people watching what we are doing we christian are praying and comforting we love them we touch them so when i am going out there came running to me then i said sir can you help us in what way you are doing something to the person who is next to us my son was died my son was really a great pain then uh, i went there he was lying down like this the surgery uh, went wrong he was almost paralyzed from here to here nothing is moving the, he could not lift his leg he could not lift his uh, hand they said we went there i went there with my friend i asked my friend to ho- hold his leg i put my hand on his back so we prayed we tell them what is your name his name is sudhakar the indian name is sudhakar sudhakar do you believe jesus is going to heal you sir i don't know anything but whatever you do certainly i believe i want to be healed then i prayed we come back after 3 days i made another visit to see my friend then i asked oh, where is the brother they said you prayed you know after 3 days he get up and he set everything he went away he went away and uh, they said we don't know about jesus we don't know about church can you help us we want to accept lord jesus accept lord jesus christ as our personal we want to be part of the church so they are looking for a church god is bringing people through signs and wonders and healings jesus is same yesterday today and forever like pastor danny said in the morning he's same yesterday he will be same forever so while he was on the earth he did a wonderful miracle he is doing the same wonders in the present days he will continue to do it i am so excited about your church so i have a couple of minutes i am i'm work there are many things 47 recorded miracles we have but i don't want to tell all these things so i just hand over the mic to so if, if anybody wants you any emotional healing or bodily healing pastor christ is going to pray for you 
all the leaders. Just believe. Just believe. Jesus is real. He is always allowed to heal people. Healing is our birthright. Healing, healing is our children's bread. We are, we are not supposed to beg. It is your birthright. It is your bread. You have every right to take your healing. Trust God. God is going to heal your body. And God is going to be with you. And may God bless you richly. In Thank you so much, Pastor Chris. And I want you to pray for the church.